Hey guys, welcome back to the podcast here on Word and Testimony. We are <clears throat> going to continue working through our series on In His Image. And uh, we've spent a lot of time in the Colossians text. And as we continue in this, we're going to continue in the Colossians text today. Um, Colossians has been a rich source of information for us as we consider what it looks like uh, for Jesus to be the image of the invisible God. And as we consider what the image of God is, uh, Jesus is a good spot for us to dedicate a lot of our attention and focus. Uh, Today, as we get into this, we're going to talk about the mystery of God and the gospel. And... This is a phrase, this, this idea of the mystery that relates to the gospel or the mystery of God. This is something that is, uh, it's not unique to the Colossians letter. It's, it's in some of Paul's writings and some other spaces. Uh, and it's, it's something that I think we, we don't spend a lot of time paying attention to. So we're going to try and pay some attention to it today and focus on what's going on with it. See if we can figure out some of uh, what Paul's got in mind for us as we process on the image of God and the mystery that goes along with it. Paul writes that, um, that he, Paul, uh, became a minister according to the stewardship from God that was given to me for you to make the word of God fully known, the mystery hidden for ages and generations, but now revealed to his saints. And like I said earlier, the idea of this mystery, it's not foreign to the Apostle Paul in his writing. It's all over the letter to the Ephesians. He made use of that concept in the Ephesians letter really heavily as he explored what the gospel and what Jesus reigning means for the church now. And he has uh, the same concept of mystery now employed here in the Colossians letter. In Greek, mysterion, It seems that for the Apostle Paul, uh, this mysterion refers to something that has been misunderstood from the First Testament scriptures. Something in the expectations of the Messiah that have now been fully uh, revealed and, and fulfilled in some way with or in Jesus Christ. In our Colossians text, Paul goes on to write, To them, he's talking about the saints from verse 26 in Colossians chapter 1. God chose to make known how great among the Gentiles are the riches of the glory of this mystery, which is, the mystery is, Christ in you, the hope of glory. It's Colossians 1, 27. Paul tells us that he desires the church in Colossae to reach all the riches of full assurance, of understanding, And the knowledge of God's mystery, which is Christ. It's Colossians 2, 2. He goes on and he he clarifies that in Christ are hidden all the treasures of wisdom and knowledge. Colossians 2, 3. And so there is this mystery that God has revealed in some fullness to his saints, which is Christ Jesus our Lord, who is full of all wisdom and knowledge. This revealed mystery comes to the saints because they are the body of Christ, who is the head, and who has preeminence in all things. See Colossians 1.18. We've talked a bit about that already. And so Jesus Christ, the head of the church, 
the body of Christ, has reconciled us, has reconciled us to God through his death and resurrection. See last week's material on the reconciler for more on on that image and that idea of being reconciled to God. But in doing so, in reconciling us to God through his death and resurrection, he has revealed to us the mystery that is Christ in whom are the treasures of wisdom and knowledge. I think what I want to do in some sense is demystify this mystery because I think we come across it and it just it feels so foreign to Christian thinking at the moment, this mysteriousness. Uh, it puts us in a space where we get really nervous that it's going to get odd or, or sort of overly spiritualized or something to that effect. And I don't think that's what's going on here. I think Jesus Christ is the mystery of God and the gospel. That's clear in the Colossians text we just read. The mystery is Christ in you, the hope of glory. The mystery is Jesus Christ, full of wisdom and knowledge. Jesus is the mystery of God and the gospel. The good news of God's kingdom and salvation is Jesus Christ. He who is God in fullness became one of us. And through the death of the flesh of his body, again, look at last week, and his glorious uh, resurrection has reconciled us back to God. So in him, we become one body. Christ Jesus was fully God and fully human in perfect unity. And so he has reconciled his people to be a united body under his headship. His reconciliation is not only for individual who needs reuniting with God, but it is for the body of Christ that comes together in unity because of the head of the body who makes the body what it is. And so I am saved and delivered as I place my hope and trust and I repent and I lean into the lordship of Jesus Christ. But that is not just for me. That is to make me part of the body and to come together as part of that body in a united way. This is one of Paul's major thrusts in the gospel as he explains it to the Ephesians. Ephesians 2, 13 and 14 tells us this, but now in Christ Jesus, you who once were far off have been brought near by the blood of Christ. He himself is our peace who has made us both one and has broken down in his flesh the dividing wall of hostility. He goes on and he says, The mystery that was made known to me by revelation, as I have written briefly when you read this, you can perceive my insights into the mystery of Christ, which was not made known to the sons of men in other generations, as it has now been revealed to his holy apostles and prophets by the Spirit. This is the mystery, that the Gentiles are fellow heirs, members of the same body, and partakers of the promise in Christ Jesus through the gospel. In Christ Jesus, we're brought near to God through our King, who reigns over the kingdom and leads his body as its head. However, as that happens, we're also brought together in the same kind of unity that we see in Jesus Christ, a unity with the Father, a unity with one another, and a unity sort of 
of ourself again as the image of God being recreated in us. Jesus Christ then remakes us as we are united to God through being united in his death and resurrection. See Romans 6, 1 through 11, Romans 8, 28 through 30. The mystery of God and the gospel is Christ Jesus, our Lord, in whom we are reconciled to God, united with God and with the church. He is before all things, and in him all things hold together. He is the head of the body, the church. He is the beginning, the firstborn from the dead, that in everything he might be preeminent. For in him all the fullness of God was pleased to dwell, and through him to reconcile to himself all things, whether on earth or in heaven, by making, making peace by the blood of his cross. Colossians 1, 17 through 20. And we then participate in that mystery as we are made united as the body of Christ. In the peace that Jesus Christ provides, we are reconciled to God through Christ Jesus. Made to be part of the body that is Jesus Christ, belonging to the head, Jesus, and the other members of the body. The word of God fully known is that this mystery of union with God and the body of Christ is accomplished in Christ Jesus our Lord through his crucifixion and resurrection. So Ephesians tells us that the barriers have separ- that have separated us from God and from one another are abolished in Christ Jesus. It's Ephesians 2. And so we step into being the mystery of God as in Christ Jesus we are made to be the one body of Christ united with God and with one another. To be reconciled to God is then to be united to the body of Christ. All things hold together in Christ Jesus, including the body of Christ, taking its leadership, its direction from the head of the body. All of this union is possible because of the mystery of God in the gospel that is Christ in you, the hope of glory. Colossians 1 27. Reconciled to God, glory awaits us in eternity, and unity is held before us right now. Unity with God, reconciled to Him, and unity with the body, because we have one body, we have one head of that body in Christ Jesus our Lord. He didn't save us just for the sake of saving us. He saved us and has made us part of the body, united with God in reconciliation and now united with one another as those reconciled to God and united together as the body of Christ. And so we await the glory in eternity and we participate in the unity that's held before us right now. Our hope for glory and our catalyst for unity is Jesus Christ himself. And this mystery has been revealed to his saints. The call for us in glory and in unity is to grow up in wisdom and maturity. Paul writes to us, Him we proclaim, warning everyone and teaching everyone with all wisdom that we may present everyone mature in Christ. Colossians 1, 28. Let us be reconciled to God through Christ Jesus. 
united to God for glory that awaits and united to the body of Jesus Christ, who is the head of the church. Jesus Christ, the mystery of God in the gospel and Christ in you, the hope of glory. Until next time, have a good day.